Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. I'd rather sit on a pumpkin and have it all to myself than be crowded on a velvet cushion. Henry David Thoreau. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk. For today's podcast episode, I wanted to talk about, which I'm sure you already know from the title, my fall bucket list. Solely because this is the last Coffee Talk before October. Seriously, guys, next Monday, it's going to be the first in my Utober podcast little mini series. There's actually going to be five episodes going live in October, and someone gave me the idea of doing ghost stories and just like kind of spookier coffee talks. So I've been writing out all of the fun stuff that I want to talk about in those episodes, and I figured the best way to preface just that whole transition into a fall mood with or I guess a Halloween mood with Coffee Talks, is to talk about fall in general in this one, with it being the last September episode. Every year around this time, I get super just inspired and excited because fall is my favorite season. And it sucks because I feel like it's the shortest season. So I always start really early and I try and get as much fall related things in as I possibly can. So making a bucket list has always been super important to me because it's just I guess that's a little aggressive. It isn't super important. Just something I really like to do because then I'm on top of all the things that I want to try and get done. And if I can keep that bucket list somewhat close by, keep an eye on it, make sure I'm ticking a few things off a week, then by the time winter rolls around, especially up here in Canada when the whole world just gets like blanketed with snow, I feel like I've gotten my good dose of autumn in before it's time to start transitioning into Christmas, which I'm now getting way too ahead of myself. I guess the reason why I love fall so much is just because it reminds me of all things cozy, you know? It's just the nicest season. It's still warm enough that you can go outside without a parka, but it's nice and cool and crisp enough that you can wear big giant sweaters and the color of all the leaves and the smells and even just the foods like Thanksgiving and pumpkin related everything. Like I I have a plan to make a pumpkin loaf this weekend and I'm just so excited about it. All of the things that encompass what autumn is, is everything that just sets my soul on fire and I love it. So this year when I was writing out my fall bucket list, it was a little different from the last few years because I was trying to be a bit more realistic. I feel like every single time I put out a bucket list of things I want to do for any season or for any year, I get so excited and I get so ambitious that I kind of end up listing more things than I'm actually truly capable of amongst also working and having a working social life, you know? So this year, I tried to keep it a little bit more realistic. I tried to kind of cater the more generic fall-related items to things that I could actually plan and pinpoint. And I came up with about 15 things this year that I really want to do before autumn ends. Now, I am going to speak of all of them in today's podcast episode, and I will talk of the more generic ideas that you can kind of adapt to your own life, as well as the more specific things that I'm going to be doing to make it work for me. But just in general, hopefully you've brewed yourself something warm and comforting and also just, you know, something very seasonal so that you're ready for all of the fall things we're about to talk about. 
So without further ado, shall we jump in to my fall bucket list of 2018? I would also like to make a note here that I'm posting all of this to my blog. So if you guys want something that's a little bit more tangible, a little bit more, you know, something to put your eyes on, or if you want to just copy and paste it into your own phone or write it down, then I have it there for you so that it's simple and easy to get your hands on. But let's jump in, shall we? So with there being 15 things, I decided to list number one as something super easy, something I could get done nice and fast, and something that once I have it nailed, I could probably do it a few times in the fall, and that is making a pumpkin spice latte at home. I know that that is like the epitome of the most basic thing I could put as number one, but Starbucks pumpkin spice latte is not vegan, so I have to get creative. And I do this every year, but I try and kind of change up the recipe. And so this year I have not made a pumpkin spice latte yet, but I really, really want to. And it's something that once I have the recipe down, I'm just going to keep the ingredients stocked here at home so that I can make it all the time. That said, though, I've signed many a petitions for Starbucks to get a vegan pumpkin spice latte. And I even have like a touch base person in Starbucks that I've talked to before. They send me whenever there's new stuff going on at Starbucks and all that. And I'm like, why is it not vegan yet? And she was pretty much like, we're trying, but not this year. And I was like, damn it. So that is going to be number one on my fall bucket list solely because I just want to drink pumpkin spice lattes, okay? I know that it's so heavily hated on. I feel like the minute you say PSL or pumpkin spice latte, everybody is just like, ugh, basic. But what is the problem with being basic? What's so wrong about liking something so good? It's truly like a hug in a mug, but not just any old good hug in a mug. It's like a fall infused hug in a mug. So of course we had to put it first on the list. The second thing I put on my fall bucket list is to have a fall photo shoot. And solely just because this is fun. Like why not just pick out the coolest or the most orange fall outfit you have in your closet and just get super spruced up grab your best friend I'm gonna make Larissa come with me and just go and find a really cool spot to just shoot some photos this doesn't even need to be something that you put a lot of planning into just if you're out with your friends I mean iPhones and just phones in general take such good quality pictures now you could honestly have a fall photo shoot anytime I could do it right now I'm sitting in my closet but truly, I could probably flip on a camera, put on something fall-esque, and make it look like I'm having a fall photo shoot. So why not try and get at least as many of those in as I can while all of the colors are just calling my name? But for real, I, I have a couple outfits in mind and just a couple fall photo shoots that I really want to do. Even just to work on my blog, my blog has kind of been put on the back burner a little bit lately, and it's something that I've been feeling just really drawn to. Like, I think about it in my spare time, all of the topics I kind of want to cover. That's also why I put my fall bucket list onto my blog, because I love making content for my blog. I love shooting photos. I love photography. I love all of that stuff solely because I think it's one of the few things that's relative to my job becoming my passion or my passion becoming my job that I actually don't get paid for. Like I don't get paid anything at all for any of the work that I do on my blog. I do it solely out of just a love and a passion. And of course, it's super cool if you can find a way to create any kind of kickback from your love and your passions when it comes to being paid or whatever it is. But that is something that I don't think I'll ever really push to get paid for. I could, but I wouldn't because it stays just pure. You know, it stays just pure, inspiring content that I like to do in my spare time. And so having a couple fall photo shoots would be super duper fun. And then I can just post them to my blog and write out a nice little caption journal list, whatever to go with it. And then bam, it's done. 
Number three, I have visit a corn maze. And then number four, I have go apple picking. And those are two things that I feel like I could easily do together. There's one place that I've been going ever since I was a kid. It's closer to Kingston, my hometown. And apple picking there has been something I've done for years. And they also have a corn maze. So I don't know if I'm going to make the road trip back there this year and do that again, or if I'm going to try and find somewhere new this year. But apple picking is an absolute must for me. I don't know what it is about apples. I think if it comes down to it, apples and pumpkins are pretty close neck and neck in terms of my favorite things about the fall time. Of course, pumpkin is like the classic. It's super basic, but there's something about apples that is so comforting to me. I just remember my mom making just all of these different apple related desserts growing up. I remember my dad just like He's always been obsessed with apples. And then I don't know what it is about apples. They're just a very comforting smell. They're a very comforting food. And they're my favorite things to bake with. So going apple picking and then making like an apple cobbler after just sounds like the most perfect afternoon. And if I can throw a corn maze in there, wow, now we're talking. Which leads me into number five, which is bake a bunch of fall goods and watch Disney classics. So this is something that I try and do every single year too, is just pick out like a Sunday afternoon because that always tends to be when it just falls and aligns so perfectly where you just bake a bunch of fall stuff. Like I want to bake a pumpkin loaf this weekend. So maybe I'll try and do this exact one, you know, this weekend. But Throwing on all of the Disney classics that we all watched on the Family Channel when we were younger, like Halloween Town and Twitches, and just even the Halloween episodes of things like Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens and The Proud Family. And I might even just jump ahead and do some more recent shows with Halloween episodes too. Just everything Halloween infused, you just throw it on your TV and you spend the afternoon just like baking and cooking. And then the next day you can give all your baked goods away at least what's left after you've eaten and feasted on it all. And then it's just, I don't know. There's something about that that, again, is so comforting to me. Pumpkin loaf is probably one of my favorite, like, breakfast foods to make because you can also make them into muffins. But if I had to be honest with you guys, I'm really, really anticipating, like, a good apple crisp this year. So I'm thinking that Sunday, this Sunday, I might just do that. Just bake a bunch of fall goods, maybe flip it into a YouTuber video, and also put on all the Halloween classics in the background. That sounds like such a perfect day. I'll also make sure that I list all of the family Disney classics or whatever on my blog post as well, so that if you guys are looking for inspo on what to watch, I'll have it all readily available for you. And that way too, I can make sure that I'm not missing out on anything. We're in this together, you know? Number six is to head to the Haunted Wonderland here in Toronto. But initially, if you were looking to make this more suitable to your own bucket list, you could make this visiting a haunted house, a festival of any sorts, a theme park. I just decided to put Haunted Wonderland because it's one of my favorite things to go to. And I didn't get a chance to go last year. Now that I live in Toronto, it's actually so sad how much I haven't gone to Wonderland because I am a sucker for a good amusement park. Like I love roller coasters. And then you just throw the whole... Halloween haunt on top of it. Everybody there walks around in like scary costumes and jumps out at you and you can ride all the rides, but it's nighttime. And then on top of that, they also have all of these crazy haunted houses. And it's just like the funnest thing I've ever been to. It is my soul tucked away into an amusement park. And so I'm making it a huge thing to make sure that I go this year. But for you guys, it could even just be going to a haunted house, doing anything of that sort. But 
I really, really, really want to go to like a Halloween themed amusement park. It's just, it's so much fun, which reminds me, I'm going to have to Google when that even opens because I want to go early before all the lines get too crazy. And then you can't even like fully immerse yourself into the experience. You know, there's nothing worse than going through a haunted house with people like five steps ahead of you. So they get scared first and then you know that it's coming. It's weird because I actually love getting scared at the same time as absolutely hating getting scared. It's so fun after like you laugh, but at the moment when you know something's about to jump out to you, you're like, why did I do this? Why do I suscept myself to such horrible danger? But it's the best feeling ever. And then number seven, I have play backyard football. This is, I actually really want to do this. I want to rally up a bunch of people, just be like, yo, meet at my house. I have the football, wear either this color or that color. And then let's all just play a huge game of two touch football. I wish we could even do that as like the Co's crew, you know, just all of us get together and play a massive game of football. That would be so much fun. But in general, even if you just like, like even three or four people I could play some football with because I love football. It's like a weird closet enjoyment of mine that I don't talk about a lot. But football is probably one of my favorite sports to watch and to get into. And so playing an actual game of football, it it would be super fun. Even just playing volleyball lately. I've been really into the sports more than usual. If it's something that I actually know how to play, I can get really competitive and really into it. So throwing just like a huge football game would be so, so fun. And it's another thing that I'm going to have to make sure I follow through with and just rally up a bunch of people on a random day because that would be so fun. Grab a couple drinks, have a couple snacks. It would be epic. And then number eight, I have go on a fall nature hike. This is something I didn't do last year, but it's one of my favorite things I think about when I think back into Kingston and when I lived there and going through fall and autumn there. I think it was like the second year of Utober and I, depending on how long you watch my channel, I was dating my ex Ryan at the time. And there was this one day in particular, I remember we went on this really long fall hike and the weather was perfect. We ended up on like the top of this really cool mountain and Bentley was there and he was just having the time of his life. And then afterwards we went and picked up like Indian food and we watched, uh, what's that show? Oh my God. American Horror Story. There it is. We watched American Horror Story afterwards, which is a show that I still haven't even watched fully through. Maybe I'm going to throw that on my bucket list for this year, but it was just such a perfect fall day. And every time I think back, to just fall in my hometown. That's one day that I always think of. And so I want to recreate that in a new way, 2018, and just go on a fall hike somewhere around Toronto. Just find like a really pretty area with all the leaves changing, bring Bentley, maybe bring a friend or even just go alone. I feel like that's something you could easily do with just some headphones in, maybe listen to the Utober playlist, you know, (laughs) and just like hike around and enjoy the scenery. I feel like I just want to be outside as much as possible while I still can in this Canadian weather before it just totals me. I was actually talking about this last night, but this is the first fall that I've had in a while where I'm single. I mean, the fall right before I moved to Toronto, I was technically single, but being if, again, you've watched my channel for a while, that was a really weird, weird phase or chapter of my life. So I wasn't really in the mood to like go out and do things back then. But at this point in my life, I'm just in a super weirdly content version of my single 24-year-old self and coming up with a bunch of really fall things to do, a lot of the time you think of all these really cute ideas and you're like, damn, I wish I had a boy for that. But oddly enough, this year I'm feeling like, no, I'm just really cool with doing a lot of this stuff with my friends and just doing a lot of this stuff with people I genuinely enjoy without needing a boy around, you know? 
that's a whole other coffee talk for a whole other episode. But just in general, whether you're dating somebody or not, I feel like you could do all of these things single. And if you are going to be doing all of these things single, know that I'm right there with you. That said, I'm going to dip off for a quick second, give you guys a little message from the sponsors that are bringing you guys today's Fall Bucket List Coffee Talk episode, and then I'll be back to tell you guys the last six items on my Fall Bucket List, or I guess our Fall Bucket List, if we're all in this together. I don't know about you guys, but the first thing I think about every single morning is coffee. One thing I never used to think about is deodorant. I'd just swipe it on and go. But this is something I use every day, so if there's a safer alternative out there, then I want to know about it. That's why I'm here to tell you guys about the aluminum-free deodorant that's changed the game for me, Kopari. Kopari's coconut deodorant is aluminum-free deodorant that doesn't suck. Instead of plogging up your sweat glands, Kopari's deodorant takes care of any smell without messing up your body's natural patterns. But most importantly, it actually works. It fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil, and it outlasts even your longest days. They offer a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason why not to try it, but I feel like just knowing that there's a deodorant out there that's safe, that you know you can like put on your skin without feeling all... Just like, what is even in this? You'll actually know what's in it. And a lot of their other products are great too. I'm like obsessed with their rose toner right now. It smells so good. So say aloha to Kapari and go to kaparibeauty.com slash talk to make the switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash T-A-L-K. Kopari.com slash talk. Another thing I tend to think about in the morning is the kind of sleep I had the night before. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, then you've got to try Purple Mattress. The Purple Mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It's not like the memory foam that I'm used to. The purple material is unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while remaining completely comfortable and it's breathable so it stays cool. You can get a 100 night risk free trial and if you're not fully satisfied with your mattress then you can return it for a full refund. It's backed by a 10 year warranty and it comes with free shipping and returns. You're going to love purple and right now Coffee Talk listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of their mattress. That is in addition to the great gifts that they're offering site-wide. Just go to purple.com and use my promo code TALK at checkout. That's purple.com slash T-A-L-K. The only way to get the free pillow is if you use TALK at checkout. So go to purple.com and use the code TALK. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I And bringing it on back, the ninth thing I have on my fall bucket list is having a fall bonfire. This is one that is, again, a non-negotiable for me. I love bonfires, and I did not have nearly enough this summer. So this is like a huge one. I've put this one in bold on my list because I'm like, this has to happen. I love bonfires. There's something about sitting around a bonfire with a bunch of people that you just enjoy, the smell of like your clothes and your hair after, making vegan s'mores, just all of it. It's so, ugh, I love a good bonfire. If I had to pick one place to be on like a Friday night, I would totally choose a bonfire over a club any day. That said, I feel like having a bonfire can be a toughie without a cottage. So I haven't decided yet if I'm going to have enough time for this, but the idea of renting a cottage in the fall and just bringing a bunch of people and having a bonfire and doing all these fall things sounds like such a good idea. But in terms of staying realistic, it's super easy to just Google your city or your hometown or wherever you're living and just type in like places to have a bonfire in blank. I did this for Toronto and actually found a couple places too. So I have a backup plan if I can't rent a cottage. But having a bonfire in general is just, oh, it has to happen. I'm going to make sure it happens. You guys are going to see it on all the socials. This one is non-negotiable. And then following it up with number 10 is carving pumpkins. Another favorite thing of mine to do in the fall slash Halloween slash autumn time. I was actually debating, let me know if you guys want to see this, but doing a video where it's like a carving pumpkin, either contest or just like even just carve a pumpkin with me and we kind of have like a like a life chat, like a coffee talk or a rosé ramble while I'm carving a pumpkin. Carving pumpkins is one of those things that you either get it down and you just do this insanely good job or you completely screw it up and it's a hot mess. Like it's a wreck. So that's why I feel like it'd be really funny to do like a carve a pumpkin with me video. I'm, you know, I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. I'm adding that to my list. But seriously, I want to carve. I want to keep carving pumpkins until I get to the pumpkin of my dreams this year. There's always all of these crazy carvers or just designs that you see. Just open up Pinterest and literally type into the search engine, carving pumpkin ideas. And oh my God, the stuff you'll see. So I'm gonna make sure I practice. Maybe I'll just do a full video with like four pumpkins and we'll just carve all of them and have live chats. Wow, that sounds like a really good time actually. Definitely gonna be doing that. But I wanna carve the pumpkin of my dreams this year. So that is number 10. And then I'm following it up with number 11, which is a fall drive through the country. This is another thing that just reminds me so much of the nostalgia of being a kid. I can remember going on road trips with my family or even just in high school when fall would come around and I would just take the car once I had my license and put on whatever music I was obsessed with and just go for drives out in the country and just stare at like all of the leaves and just, oh, that is just such a warm, comforting golden feeling to me. And so I added that on my list this year because it wasn't on my list last year. And it's something that, again, is so easy to just pick up and go and do the minute you have a spare moment. It's also something that now that I live in the city, it would be such a nice getaway to just throw on some Drake or even just throw on my Utober playlist. I'm totally plugging it in again, which I will also link on my blog post if you guys haven't listened to it yet. There's a full playlist for Utober. Just 
completely encompassing that whole fall vibe. There's acoustic songs and just songs that you want to hear the crisping leaves under your feet as you're walking down the street, you know? So putting that on and just driving around the country would be such a nice little detox and break from the city, especially during the fall. So that is a huge, huge, I'm going to put that one in bold too, actually. I'm doing that right now. And then number 12 is to host a Friendsgiving. This is something I did two years ago, and then last year I didn't get a chance to because I was traveling a lot at this time of the year. So this year, Lewis and I decided that we're going to throw a huge Friendsgiving. And for those of you guys that are listening that aren't from Canada, Thanksgiving is actually in October for us, which is one of those weird Canadian things that I love about our country. <laughs> There's something about having Thanksgiving in October that just makes the whole season, the whole month just feel so much more I don't know, just infused with autumn goodness. And so we're going to host a Friendsgiving in October and have a bunch of our friends here. We're going to rent like tables and chairs and actually like make a tofurkey. Yeah, you heard me right. Tofu turkey. And then I'm sure Larissa will probably cook up, you know, a normal meat for the rest of the people that don't want tofurkey. So aka it's just going to be me eating tofurkey. But either way, it'll be such a fun day to just have all your friends together and host a Thanksgiving dinner because also to the age that we're at. I mean, I'm 24 now, and so I'm kind of getting to that weird limbo age where I don't have a family of my own yet, but I also no longer live at home or even in my hometown. And while, I mean, I love Thanksgiving, it's probably my favorite holiday in terms of family gatherings and dinner gatherings. My family situation, even though I love my whole family to death, it's changed and shifted a lot over the years. And so things like Thanksgiving when I was a kid, that used to bring me so much joy and just so much comforting goodness. Now it's kind of become a little bit more, I wouldn't say stressful, but it's just not the same as it once was when I was a kid. And that's why starting new traditions like having a Friendsgiving dinner is something that's super important to me this year because I want to recreate that comforting feeling that Thanksgiving comes with, you know? So hosting a Friendsgiving is another really important one of mine. And it's something that I've been getting really excited. Like I already bought the napkins. Like we've been planning some crazy stuff for our Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm just excited to have a bunch of my favorite people over to my house eating foods and just, ugh. I love Thanksgiving. Definitely my top favorite holiday. Number 13 is another easier one, and it is to decorate the front porch with some fall flair. So if you guys don't have like a front porch, you could easily shift this into decorating your room. I mean, funny enough, honestly, I might even just change this into decorating the whole house in fall flair. But in particular, I really love having like a front doorstep that's just so yes. Like you look at that person's house and you're like, uh-huh. They are the festive type, and that is who I am to my core. So I really want to decorate our front step with just like pumpkins and fall flowers and all of that goodness. And also in general, too, my whole room is kind of very fall themed right now, and I just want to keep going with it, try and get it all as fall flared as possible so that the whole place is just infused with autumn. Like you can't look anywhere without feeling like you're in a walking October. Number 14 is to have a scary movie night, which again, like I said about haunted houses and stuff, it's one of those things that I love to hate. Like I hate being scared, but I love being scared. And I just want to I don't know. It's been a while since I've sat down and just watched some good scary movies. And I'm thinking that I'm really ready for it. This is one of those things that you'd want to make like a fort or just like bring all of the blankets off your bed onto your couch, pop a bunch of popcorn, create a bunch of really good snacks. Like 
I've been talking about this with Larissa the other day, too, and I think I even tweeted it out about, remember back in the day where we'd all go rent movies from, like, Blockbuster, and then you stop at the corner store and you get, like, your two-liter bottle of pop and bags of chips and all of that, and you just, like, as a kid, you just go home and you eat all this junk food and you watch all your movies on a Friday night. I want to have, like, a 90s-inspired scary movie night where I bring all the blankets off my bed onto the couch, go to the corner store. I might not be able to rent a movie because... There's nowhere to rent movies anymore, but put on a bunch of scary movies and just junk out on like movie, like 90s snacks, you know? That's something that really needs to happen this fall. I think my favorite scary movie from a kid was Signs, solely because I used to have an obsession with aliens, but I couldn't even tell you what my favorite scary movie is right now. So if you guys have any recommendations of good scary movies to watch, definitely leave a comment in the cast box comment section or tweet or Instagram them at me because I'm going to make a huge list of just scary movies so that the minute it becomes time to sit down and watch one, I'll have just a whole list to pick from. So if you guys have any scary movies, let me know. And if you guys aren't into scary movies, also let me know because I'm super curious. I feel like it's one of those things that nobody actually truly loves. But if you can find like the laughter, like the humor in how scared you get afterwards, then it's really fun. The only time that scary movies aren't fun is when it's like 2 a.m. the night after you've watched all the scary movies and you're by yourself and you wake up in the middle of the night and then you're like, don't think about it. And then you think about it. That's the only time that it's not fun. And then last but not least, the final 15th thing on my fall bucket list this year is to just read, do yoga, or have a picnic or all three outside in this weather while I still can, like while this weather is still allowing it. I guess to pinpoint that better, it would be to just enjoy the fall crisp air and weather. Like there is something about going outside and feeling like the air is just so fresh and seeing all the colors, but also, like I said, not needing to be in a giant hefty coat. So I want to go and just spend as much time as I can outside in the grass, in parks, by the water, wherever there is, and just read and like snack on good foods and do yoga and just be surrounded by fall. I just want to be outside as much as possible. And if that's like the only thing I really get to, then I still feel like I'll have done well with my autumn bucket list because that is the only way I think you can truly appreciate fall is to just be outside and in it, to be breathing it, to be seeing it, to be feeling it beneath like your hands and your feet. That is all I truly, truly care about aside from, you know, the bonfire and the Friendsgiving. If I do those three things, those are my top three high priority things. Shout out to last week's podcast episode. But I guess if I had to prioritize the top three things, those would be it. So that is it for my fall bucket list. Let me know what your guys' fall bucket list is. Is yours going to be the same? Are you guys going to add your own or tweak or change any of the ones that I talked about? Like I said, it's my favorite time of the year. So anything fall or autumn related, I'm always down to chat about. And also too, if I do end up having some more free time to add to my own list. I would love to thrive off of your ideas. And also to make sure to mark your calendars and add Utober to your guys' fall bucket list. I don't know why I didn't even list that as my own, but Utober is always like the number one thing because I, it's kind of a given. It's crazy to me that it starts in one week. Like a week from now, we're going to be having a daily dose of autumn every single day on my YouTube channel and probably a ton on both my Instagram, my Twitter, and also too even here on the podcast world. We're going to be talking some ghost stories and some serial killer stories. The research I've been doing for it, guys, has honestly left me so just in a mood. Like, it's all I've been talking about to anyone I'm around. I'm like, oh my god, I've been researching this 
Zodiac Killer or, oh my God, did you ever hear about the real life Dracula? Like, it's been so much fun. So I hope you guys are ready to get a little spooky in the next few podcast episodes. And aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed getting into the fall mood even just today. I'm really, really, really excited for this autumn. I think that it's going to be a super good one. And I'm really excited to, again, spend another year sharing it with you guys on a daily basis. So make sure you guys share your fall and your autumn-inspired content back with me. And aside from that, I will talk to all of you guys in next week's podcast episode, which is dropping Utober day one, and it's going to be a spooky one. So prepare yourselves. Bye, guys. (laughs) 